Welcome everyone to Crypto Chat with Chapo. This is a podcast dedicated to all things crypto and NFTs. If you're looking for some insightful conversations with experts in the new developments in the crypto world and some general information on cryptocurrency, this is the podcast for you. I discuss all things crypto related through the lens of NFTs, crypto, and its leaders in the space. If you're interested in learning, we have you covered. It's unbiased information, a little more laid back than the typical crypto podcast. Join me and come chat with us anytime for insightful, irreverent, and all-around fun about the latest and greatest in crypto. Hey, what's good, everybody? Today is Monday, January 30th, 2023. This is episode number 179 with Crypto Chat Chapo. Thank you for joining me today. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about the market situation as I see it and talk about the direction in which I think it's more than likely, in my opinion, that we are going to head in that direction. Of course, none of this is financial advice. This is just me taking a look at crypto and NFTs, the things that I love and evaluating them and just giving my two cents on it. So we're going to hop into that in just one second. As we're looking at the crypto prices today, the markets are very skittish at this point. We're seeing a lot of red today. For the most part, that is the majority of the top 100 coins. The one that I, that really stood out for me in the top 100 that I think is worth mentioning mentioning would be, uh, let's go back to this. Sorry, something else just caught my eye there for a second would be Mina Protocol. And I have mentioned Mina before. I haven't actually done a, an episode on it, but I often call out Mina Protocol as I'm going through the tap coins because I have, I've had my eyes on it for quite some time. I think it had a high in the last bull run to about $9. When I think at that time it, it was just released, there wasn't a really a ton of things happening on it for the general public to look at. I know that Vitalik had made some great uh, compliments to Mina and the team over there. So for that reason, I've, I've, I've had my eyes on it quite some time. And if we look at the price action in the last few days, in the last 24 hours, it's up a whopping 13% and nearly 40% in the last seven days. And we're gonna talk a little bit about one big catalyst for that in a second after we look at the other Bitcoin, the other crypto prices. So Bitcoin is down to 23.163, which is at a 1.6% below or down in the 24 hours. Ethereum at 15.83, which is 1.8%. BNB down 3%, XRP down 3%, Cardano down almost two, Doge almost four, Polygon five and a half, Solana, 1%, DOT, almost 5%. Mostly everything in the top 100 is down in the 24-hour time frame. Near protocol down 6.8%, trading at $2.39. And Phantom, looking good. I've been talking, saying nice things about Phantom for a while now. It is at $0.47, which is up 1.7%, which is up. 24, almost 25% in the last seven days. So let's touch base on MENA real quick. So MENA, I think that we're seeing the bounce here 
is Mina launches a proof of concept to enable anyone to run a node, a web node on a browser with support from viable systems. So they have partnered together. It is demonstrating that Mina can be run simply through a web, a web browser. So I went to the, to this web browser, which is called open Mina. That's what it's called. Openmina.com backslash web dash node. And for me this morning, I wasn't able to get it to run. So when you go to the website, it says with the web node, you can verify blocks and transfer funds directly through your browser. And it says right now it's setting up my web browser. It's setting up browser for web node, excuse me, web node, and then getting ready to verify blocks. But then when it gets to con connecting directly to the MENA network, it says we are experiencing an exceptionally high demand. We are looking for new nodes with the capacity to handle new connections. So at this point, I was not able to connect to it, but I do believe that this is why you are seeing the bounce in the price at the current time. Could be wrong on that, but that is my gut reaction to that bounce. So let me talk about the overall markets as I, as Chapo sees them. So one would be, I have been a bear for a while and still kind of on the fence on this current rally. My gut reaction is that this is sort of a scam pump or at least a short relief rally. And if I was playing it aggressively, I probably would make sure that I would be taking my profits now just to be safe, leaving moon bags. This week with the Fed meeting, I just don't know which way it's going to go. My gut is it's going to go down. Even if they have a minimal rate height, which some people are calling for 25, could be as high as 50. If the Fed is hawkish on Wednesday, the market is going to get rugged and it's going to get rugged fast. Faster than you can get out of. Personal opinion, not financial advice. If we look at the daily chart on Bitcoin, we are at what I would say, which would be the resistance level of around 24,000. We are just teetering at 23.6 right now, but we have not hit that 24 mark. If we can shoot through the 24,000 mark, then certainly 30,000 is on the table in the short term. However, if we cannot break that, which I'm fearing that we cannot, then the downside Best case scenario downside is 18.5-ish. Worst case, well, it's not worst case. The next level would be around 16.5. And then below that, you know, we're looking at 
12. That would be bad case scenario. Not the worst, but it'd be pretty bad. The reason why I think this, and this could be flawed logic, I'm willing to admit that, is if you look across the limited history of Bitcoin, whether people want to say we've broken this mold or not, consistently the Bitcoin chart has followed the Bitcoin halving chart. So as we get to Bitcoin having, once we hit that Bitcoin having mark, usually that's when the major bull run starts to build. So the, the most recent having was in the spring of 2020. And you can see we were starting to barely build up at that point. And then we got rugged by COVID. And then, so we hit that bottom and then we began to build up, 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 slightly up, slightly up, slightly up. So you go from March of 2020 and it's just a slow sort of gradual up, a little bit of volatility until really we hit mid October. So you're looking at April, May, June, July, August, September, October. So seven months from the halving before we really see dramatic price action. And you see that dramatic price action click off towards the end of October. And then by, by January, the end of December, actually, we have just hit a straight wall up from, let's go to October, we're at 11,000. And by January, we're at 40,000. So it, I mean, it's a rocket from there. But really in between there, it's not much action. So this is why it's curious to me that we are still, we are still out over a year from the halving and we have this huge volume spike up. To me, doesn't, doesn't smell right, doesn't feel right. Is this just a relief rally? I will tend towards that. Is it? markets being manipulated to get excellent liquidity. I'm also open to that. I'm partially opening to a little bit of a bull run, but man, I don't know. Uncertainty, global economy, uncertainty, U.S. economy, earnings reports, Fed meeting, conflict in Europe. Recipe for me, in my mind, downturn. That's where I'm at. I don't see this rally surviving much longer. Will we look back in two weeks and say, Chapo, you were an idiot? It's certainly possible. I feel like I've been pretty decent calling the trends in the last several months while not being perfect. I am really pleased with the way I've played the market, not financial advice. I think I've, I've been pretty dialed in. And for me, this one just doesn't seem like it's going to have legs. Could be wrong. So if, 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 if we're going to say it's a rally, let's just compare it to 2018. So you look at 2018. 
really 17, 18. At the end of 17, we peaked up at about 20,000. We fell, gradually went down to February. So two months of falling. Then we had a little, little rally and then back down and then a little rally and then back down and then a little rally back down. And then it's just trended in a channel for a little while. And then that noise was just everything just dropping out of the bottom of it by November of 2018. And it just clumped. So then we, and we stay in this channel for really until March of 19. Then we have a little run up and then a couple up and down, up and down, up and down, hit another low around 6,000 in December of 19. And then we plop back down into that COVID hit. So to me, it just doesn't seem like we're following that long trend. So if you want to remove COVID, the COVID breakdown from the chart and, and say, okay, well, we dropped because of COVID and then we're really starting that gradual rise up in May of 2019, that's still a two-year gap between the highs, the high to the next rally. And that would put us in November of 2023 when we start to really gather some steam. So I still think we're off. Upper limit potential for 30,000 if we rally. I don't see us going higher than that, but it is possible. The next down channel, mid 18s, the next channel below that, low 16s. If things get ugly, probably 12s. I think we're getting rejected here and I think we're going to go down. We'll, we'll, we'll see if I'm right or wrong. The time's going to be the ultimate truth teller in this market, but I'm playing it extremely conservatively, not FOMOing in. I know I was a, a few episodes ago feeling a little like I got sidelined in some areas, but kind of back to the feeling that it's probably best that I didn't hop in on this current rally, but I guess we're going to find out. So I am playing it close deploying a little capital here and there on some tokens that I think have some real upside, but I'm not being aggressive at this point. We'll see how it plays out. So tomorrow I'm going to come back with you. I think I'm going to do a little episode if I can on a new protocol I came across called mantle network. I'll talk about that and even maybe give you a quick tutorial on how to bridge some funds over to the test net. So this has been episode 1679 with Chapo, Crypto Chat with Chapo. Have a great day today. As always, be in the present moment, be in the here and now, learn something new today, get outside, take in some fresh air, and above all, be kind to people. It's not hard to do. Until tomorrow, this has been Chapo. See you next time. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. 
without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.